welcome to Witch Witch Podcast. This is Lyra. And I'm Galena. Welcome to the darkness. Ba-dum-ba. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so we are both feeling slightly under the weather. You may hear it in our voices. I know Maya's a little strained. How you feeling, Galena? Um, I don't know. I think today my voice is a, a lot better. At least definitely a oh, lot better time, yeah. from the last time. <laughs> Did you hear how I said your name a second ago? I went, Galena. Basically, I just gargled. Uh, oh my god. How is this how we've started off this episode? I don't know. Um, We do have shout outs, but they're going to wait because my dock crashed. So I can't access them right now. Great. My phone died. <laughs> <laughs> we're really, we're really just on top of this. Um, we've also had a hectic day, so I'm so sorry, guys. Where I feel like it's always like, we've been so busy. Like, I feel I like we're, we're not just, usually that busy of people. It's just that simple things overwhelm us. <laughs> no, that's so true. That's real. That's very real. Uh, so we, we wanted to talk a little bit about the giveaway. Right? Yes. Yeah. So, this is going to sound super, just like I totally know what the fuck I'm doing, but we did decide that people are going to tag us and posts, right? And that's how we're going to... Well, it's twofold. You have to send us a direct message on mm-hmm. either our oh my God. Tumblr, our Instagram, Twitter, or an email... Yeah. But you must also create a post on one of those forms of social media, except for, <laughs> except for Gmail, because you can't make posts on Gmail, you asshole. You can make posts on what was that social media platform that Google did with the circles? Google Plus? I thought they, like, Is that still I thought they, they deactivated it after that big information breach. Oh, was there? Yeah. I don't know. This was like maybe a month ago, maybe less. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I literally haven't thought about it since, like, I don't know. (laughs) Okay, anyways, back to the giveaway. Uh, You must send us a direct message stating that, yes, you are interested in the giveaway. Mm -hmm. You must create a post on one of the social media platforms that we've named. And you must tag us in that so that we can track it. Yes. On fifteenth, fifteenth, yeah, fifteenth. I thought that's when we were going to announce the winner. Oh, you're right. Anyway, that was professional. <laughs> on December the twelfth, the drawing <laughs> will close, and we will pick a winner. And on December fifteenth, we will announce the winner. Because if our math is right, that's also when that episode's coming out. That week's I, I thought we checked this. I'm pretty sure we did too. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we will check the information. We will be doing um, international shipping. Yes. Like, don't get me wrong. If you if you live somewhere only reachable by like charter plane or something, we might not ship to you. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but as long as you can make it to like an easily accessible post office. I'm sure we can get the package to you. In summary. Direct messages. (laughs) Tag us in your post that you make about the giveaway. Yes. And we will announce the winner on the 15th. 15th. The drawing will close on the 12th. Um, We will probably be giving some sneak peeks as to what's going to come in the package. But we're not going to announce it until we announce the winner. We kind of want it to be a surprise for you guys. There is quite a bit of stuff that you're going to be getting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if anybody can hear all that, but there's a lot of commotion. And I keep saying, oh my god, <laughs> because the kittens are running everywhere. Bast and, they're just, and Freya are just causing pandemonium around the they house. They keep jumping on the couch with their claws fully extended. It's terrifying. Oh my god. <laughs> We're living in fear. <laughs> they have a bad habit of running across people and dogs. It just claws out. Poor dogs. And everyone screams. <laughs> <clears throat> Do we have uh, any other announcements? 
other announcements? Mm -hmm. Like, in general life? Oh my god. Podcast. I'm hoping podcast specific, but do you have something you want to announce to the world? Not particularly. That's why I asked. Is it? Because you didn't have something to announce? I was confused. Is why you asked? I was confused. I'm just saying, that's not a great reason to ask. (laughs) Oh my god. We've been. You've been quiet for a little, little bit. Um, no, I don't have anything to announce Great. or to say, except. Oh my god! <laughs> misdirection. What the fuck? Um, I will be starting Green Witchcraft. Oh, the book. Yes, and I plan not the bonus episode, but the next big episode to have the review for you. That is. It's not like ambitious, like you can't do it. I'm just saying that's ambitious because we go to sleep so early now. <laughs> well, you know what? Let me just stop taking my antidepressants and I'll stop <laughs> sleeping again. I don't think that's the 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 takeaway here. Um, <laughs> Jesus, sorry, the kittens are getting a little. I think that one of them feisty. took it too far. <laughs> um. We actually bought a uh, short book, digital book, on the Kindle that I was supposed to read through, and I haven't, and I don't remember what it's called, but maybe we can have it done at the same time. Yeah, I'd probably. I, I did look at that book, long. and I don't believe it is very long, I'm fairly like you certain were saying. I just t- tapped the microphone with my fingernail. <laughs> For those of you listening on earbuds, Lyra wants you to go deaf. <laughs> If it didn't happen, ignore this. Don't ignore this. Mm. Uh, so we received a question from Alex, who's actually contacted us a few times. We really, really enjoy. Alex is fantastic. Um, about moon baths, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna sort of broaden it to just just witchy baths in general. I think, um, because first off, baths are great. That's one of my favorite things to do is bathing. You wouldn't know it, but that I just made it sound like I'm just stinky. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but no, baths and ritual baths are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, a great way to do it is to you know collect a few things or essential oils that you really like. Um, I always start off with a salt base, and I feel like that's yeah. just because the ocean the ocean is in my soul. Yeah, I think I think that's probably true. Uh, recently, I took a bath. Um, I used a bath bomb that had seaweed in it, sea salt, um, some sandalwood, and lavender. Mm. And I swear to God, I just floated away to another dimension. <laughs> I did my best to try to meditate while in the bathtub, <coughs> and I don't think I really got too far. <laughs> But it was a very nice, it was a, just a very nice and relaxing sensation. And I did it with a lot of intention that I was dissolving all of my tensions. Oh, that's a good idea. And when I pulled the plug, they were going down the drain. And I just felt like putty <laughs> for several hours. Um, I actually recently used a bath bomb too. Mm-hmm. Um, I used, was it? called Interstellar, I think, from Torrid last year on Christmas. Yes. Because we both got one, we just never used them. (laughs) Uh, I bought them for our stockings. I don't think they ever made it into our stockings. No, because they came in and we were like, these aren't going to last. And then they sure did (laughs) for a whole year. I kept wanting to find, like, a special reason to use it. I know, me too. So I just decided one night that it had been long enough. (laughs) Um, And there wasn't anything in it that I would say was particularly, like magical or anything but it was super nice there was uh, gold glitter in it oh okay mm, it was so nice and the water was such a nice deep purple mm. um, and you know, I feel like that uh, the same way we talk about how uh, aesthetics aren't important for witchcraft but sometimes they can really put you in the mood I feel like that's if you're doing a magical bath adding color to it can really help put you in the mood um, you have to be careful though don't stain your bathtubs <laughs> don't stain your skin <laughs> Oh yeah, or um, your skin. That's... We uh we made bath bombs a couple years ago, 
and I put green food coloring in it. <laughs> um, the green food coloring did stain the tub. Yes. It stained, I think it was my leg because I think the bath bomb bumped into my leg. Yeah. And it just stained me and it was, it was kind of funny, kind of not funny. I thought it was hilarious. <clears throat> uh, we did make some ritual cleansing. They're more like lotion bars than anything, but uh, we used them during bathing. Um, they were cocoa butter. Oh, God, what all was in them? I think rosemary. Uh, definitely Eucalyptus. salt. Eucalyptus. Salt. Um, tea tree oil, maybe? Like a touch? And I, yeah, I think there's a touch of tea tree oil. Not a whole oil. lot, because you really have to be careful with tea tree oil. Um and that's, you know, that's just general going into the discussion about bathing. Be careful with oils in general. Make sure, I feel like I'm just slurring words, uh, general. <laughs> general. Um, make sure you research the company you're getting them from. Uh, we've done a little bit of that off and on. Um, we'll try to compose a list of companies that we've trusted um, with oils and put that probably on our Tumblr. Um you know, I, th I feel like we've said that so many times. We just have done jack all with the tumbler. Uh, and uh, it it's just they can use carrier oils that are full of chemicals. And if it's a certain percentage, they're not required by law to tell you what it is that they're, they're putting in it. So um, that's just one of the things you have to be careful about. Um, and if you are planning a ritual bath, making something like, um, bath melts or oils, bath bombs, things like that, and preparing them in advance are great ideas. Um, and if you just want to add a touch of moon water to your bath, mm -hmm. that really helps because it's especially a full moon water or doing your bath around the full moon and concentrating on maybe drawing your energy from the moon and not necessarily the earth will help. At least for me, it helps me basically balance my energies, especially if I've been feeling down or if I'm going to be doing or have done <laughs> some heavy spell work because the aftermath of that, you, you really need a lot of self-care. Absolutely. And, you know, if you do want to do something specifically centered around the moon, which is what we were originally asked about, um, Baths are great for that. I mean, obviously, the moon's tied to tides, you know. Um, so water is a big symbol for moon magic and things like that. Um, obviously, if you're wanting to rejuvenate and uh, draw power to yourself, um, the full moon is the best time to do that. New moon is for, you know, cleansing, new beginnings, um, uh, first quarter can really help give you a jolt to finish a project or something you're working on. Um, there's, there's a lot of different uh, elements to the, the moon cycle that you can include in your bathing. Um, and uh, ritual bathing or magical bathing is extremely customizable. You can, mm -hmm. you can do whatever you want. Um, you can wash off you know, negative intentions. You can try and uh, shake off a connection to a spirit or something like that. Uh, they're a great way to introduce glamours. Um, if you want to do something like an attraction spell or a self-confidence spell or something like that, they're very good for that as well. They are. Mint is very good for confidence and mm -hmm. for power. Um... I mean, obviously, you can use um, herbs and stones, salts, oils. Uh, there's so many more things. <laughs> <laughs> if you're having a lot of muscle aches or if you're sick, a lot of very aromatic um, minty or eucalyptus-based yeah. oils will help. Because not only does it help relax your muscles, but it helps open up your airways. I've actually seen a lot of people who make their own shower melts for when they're sick, and that's very neat. That's something I think I want to get into. Mm -hmm, that's a good idea. Um, and if, you, if you're if you a sigil person, um, you can draw your sigil into anything that you put in your bath. Even if it's just salts, make a little 
uh, pile or like pat them down, draw your sigil into it and just submerge it into your bath. Um, well, one thing I've been doing recently when I take a bath, I usually do a face mask at the same time. And I've been drawing sigils with the face oh. mask before I smooth it. That's a good idea. People do that with their foundation stuff, too. Mm -hmm. um, oh, oh, one thing that I actually recently, I kind of read about this on a blog post and thought, huh, that's really smart. Why have I never fucking thought of that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you're trying to shake something or get rid of something, you can write it in something that's easily washable. Oh, on your yeah. body and wash up, wash it off with your ritual bath to that's symbolically cleanse it. Yeah, I think that's such a good idea. Um, and I'm I'm probably going to use that sometime soon. Um, but we don't want to go too deep into what any one thing that you can put into a bath means because a lot of things are colored or defined by cultures or practices that you believe in. Um, so that's that's up to you for. Actually, this whole episode, I'm going to say we highly encourage uh, personal research. Because mm -hmm. we're talking about a lot of customizable stuff yeah, this episode. This episode, a lot of it is <coughs> very customizable. Yeah. And I do. I, I do suggest that you do a lot of your own research. <coughs> if you do <coughs> want to talk about a specific thing, Excuse we are me. typically one of us is available. Oh, yeah. And we can talk it through with you, maybe even help with some sources. Mm -hmm. Once again, you know, get a hold of us, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter. Uh, or email. Um, I'm going to say Twitter is the one we're all the worst at. Yeah. Instagram is probably your best bet to reach us. Honestly, we respond to Instagram <laughs> a lot, a lot more. Uh, we check Instagram multiple times throughout the day. Everything else usually uh, once, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We went three days without checking the email once, and that was a mistake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, that was bad. Um, yes. But no, I I really do like ritual baths. Um, I used to do them even before I really realized I was doing them. Yeah. Um, if I would get emotionally overwhelmed, a lot of times I would go and take a bath or a shower and I would imagine the emotion just kind of washing off mm -hmm. of me and going down the drain. <laughs> so it's it's a very important thing because it's not only is it symbolic, but... It is a physical step that you are taking to reinforce that symbolism. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, even if you are terrified or depressed, anxious, a shower will help you feel a little bit better. Absolutely. It's not a cure, but no, it it'll doesn't... make you feel a little bit better. And it's a comfort yeah. thing. It doesn't fix anything, but um, I've gone through uh, a lot of real heavy depression um and sometimes you just you just can't do anything but if you do manage to muster up the energy to take a shower that can really change the course of the day regardless of how how bad things are um that is very very true oh yeah um in a similar vein though to what you were talking about uh doing ritual baths your whole life you know when i was younger i used to imagine opening walls and uh, letting the water in and washing everything bad out. Mm -hmm. So, it and, and you know, we've talked about it before, but magic, at least for us, is a lot of visualization. Mm -hmm. There's actually something, I don't know that it would technically be a ritual bath. Lyra is not at all up for this. Oh. Um, but floating is a thing. Oh, God. Where you basically get in a sensory deprivation tank. I really want to try it. Mm -mm. because I want to work on meditating and I think once I get to a point where I'm able to meditate really easily in a bath or something like that that would just be a fantastic experience that sounds terrifying I'm far too paranoid <laughs> I cannot handle not being able to, to see or hear <laughs> uh, those are actually my big two things I don't like not being able to see what's going on around me I don't like not hearing things because then my mind can just run wild and anything can be happening around me <laughs> i don't like it things get too yeah, real i like the isolation mm -mm. i think it'd be easy to go into a trance that way because for me if there's any noise any anything it draws me out of what i'm trying to achieve i see sometimes i'll i'll get pulled out of something by a sound or, or like an animal or something um, 
sometimes I can block it all out though. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I, I want to work on that. But no, putting myself in a situation where I'm just going to be terrified. That's not, that's not for me. Yeah, no, it's not for you. You have Yeah, no, I'm going to try the hell out of that. And if you feel something touching you in the dark, that's your fault. (laughs) I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know how many times I've I've been going to sleep and I feel like something's touched me. (laughs) Nowadays, I'm just like, okay, I get what it is. They're not meaning to be creepy. Um, Oh, uh, back to ritual bathing very quickly. Um, it doesn't have to be in a bathtub. Uh, I'm not saying go out to a lake and scrub yourself down with soap. Um, but you can do ritual bathing in a natural body of water. Just preferably, you know, don't... Don't use soap. Yeah, don't introduce chemicals or, uh, oils. Well, I think a really good way to do, like, a ritual bath in a natural setting is usually on the banks, be it a river, a Mm -hmm. lake, or preferably the beach for me, the (laughs) sand... You can take yeah, it and absolutely. just kind of scrub a little bit. Um, if you live in a place where you don't really trust <laughs> the uh, the dirt provided to you <laughs> uh, around whatever natural bodies of water you have, um, you can just take sand with you. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's going to be really any type of sand that's going to be dangerous. Obviously, if you're going to a freshwater body, do not introduce salt. Yeah. Um. You will harm and kill the fish. <laughs> That's about all I can think of with bathing. Um, you can also layer up the magic with uh, not only herbal magic, but like um, incense and candles. And, and crystals. Crystals. Did I not say crystals earlier? No. Oh, it's my fault. Uh, especially floating candles. Oh my gosh. I love floating candles. <laughs> we still had some left after the wedding, and I I don't know how many times I took a bath with floating candles. At first, I was a little nervous about my hair, <laughs> but it's really not so hard to uh to control them because they tend to just just stay on one end of the bathtub. So, at least mine did. They all clumped together at the end with my feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I'd like to keep them. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I'd let them up near my head. I mean, my hair was always up anyway, but still. Mm. I, mm. I need to invest in a bath pillow or something like that. I know. So that my head's not in a weird position as I'm trying to meditate or just really enjoy the water. Yeah. Because I am I am horrible about taking an hour, hour or longer bath. Me too. Oh my gosh. Shower, um, in and out, 10 minutes max. No, I'll shower forever too. Which is wasteful. Um, <laughs> uh, you can do ritual showers too, though. And uh, on that, on that, you can also do ritual bathing in the rain. Yes, mm-hmm. I meant to bring that up. I'm so glad that you did. I actually meant to bring it up too. And like talking about showers is all that jogged my memory. So we almost skipped over that one. Uh, the rain is one of my favorite things anyway. I, I always feel most powerful during a thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not recommending you go out where there's <laughs> lots of lightning. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> these two crazy bitches on the internet said this was the best time to do it so I'm going to go get my ass electrocuted uh, but it, if it's a non-threatening storm feel free I mean granted where you live is going <laughs> to dictate whether or not the rainwater's clean <laughs> well that and whether or not you need to be out in like a, a swimsuit <laughs> like don't don't go bathe in the city streets naked oh <laughs> I completely went the wrong way with you. That. You did. You brought up another idea, though. <laughs> if you have a lot of smog in your city, don't probably maybe don't, don't. Go out in the rain. Maybe don't. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. Our dad used to take rain showers. Did he ever tell you about that? Um, oh wait, are you talking about when he was a kid? I okay. He he definitely would at first talk about when he was a kid but like I'm confident this was into full full on adulthood because he used to talk about how soft his hair was and the girls would go wild over it <laughs> yeah okay uh, after a rain shower uh, so this isn't new for us <laughs> I've never bathed in the rain we live smack dab in the middle of the city though so yeah um you know, people stare. I've definitely walked in the rain oh, multiple I times. Constantly walk in the rain. Uh, 
it's it's one of my favorite things to do. I love being barefoot and walking around in a nice I was about to say thunderstorm. I do. You do but... enjoy that. <laughs> but it's not I safe. usually Don't am do it, out guys. on the porch yelling, Get back on the porch. You are mom, my husband. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to support me in my thunderstorm habit. Um but at least it's not heroin. <laughs> um, but I can't think of too much more on ritual bathing. Um, I mean, we could go into some specifics, but like we said before, we don't really want to do that because your own personal practice is really going to define what you want to bring into ritual bathing. That's true, because a lot of times... People feel like they have to go by the exact exact set guides that they find. Mm-hmm. And honestly, those are a good basis and a good place to start. But say if you're constructing a bath oil or even like we were talking about a melt or a bath bomb or even if you're just, you know, putting stuff in the water. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that have strong held traditions behind what they they mean. But if you feel like a certain herb or an oil or, you know, or something like that is significant to include in your bath, go ahead and throw it in. Yeah. Because it is your practice. Absolutely. Um, also, I mean, you can figure this out on your own, but this is something if you do have kids and you do want to raise them in the craft, um, making melts or bath bombs or things like that, that's a, this is a great way uh, for very from I cannot say words. Family-friendly way to practice with your kids. And it's a part of kitchen witchcraft. Absolutely. Which is, honestly, I think is probably my biggest calling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, there's there's multiple types of bathing. Um, It doesn't have to be with water. No, that's true. You can smoke bathe, air mm -hmm. bathe. Or if you live somewhere secluded enough that you can go out and literally moon bathe. Just under moonbeams. Yep, moon, uh, the sun itself. Um, I know that some people wait until the the sun's high in the sky and bathe under leaves for mm. a uh, more plant based <laughs> uh, practice. So, and uh, if you do worship a, a specific deity, you know, uh, bathing ritual bathing of any sort uh, with something significant to them is a great way to feel close to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's all. Okay. Let's wrap up on bathing, I Yeah, guess. let's wrap this up, because I feel like we just rambled for a while, but... I feel like that's all this podcast has been. <laughs> from from episode, episode one. one. We just <laughs> ramble at you and throw in little bits of things. Little, little bits of slightly helpful things. <laughs> I knew somebody said that it was like hanging out with their drunk aunts. Oh, good. <laughs> That's honestly, this is the aunt I've always wanted to be. <laughs> the one that talks about magic and laughs too much. But next, we actually want to talk about sachets. Um, we, this is, everything we're talking about is based on questions we got that we kind of ignored by accident. Uh, two of these have been sitting in our inbox for a little while. Um, but we wanted to talk about sachets because someone asked about burnable sachets. And um, I got really excited because that's that's one of my favorite things. Um, it's basically just constructing a spell similar to the way you would do a bottle spell or something like that. Putting it in a little bag and tossing it in a fire to activate. Um, and this is great for things like uh, banishing and binding. Um, but it, it's like we said before, everything's gonna everything we're talking about is going to be highly customizable. This is one of those things. You can use it for anything. Um, and I know for a fact that this is really popular in, like, uh, shit, what's it called? The word completely slipped my mind. Fertility. Fertility magic. Mm, mm-hmm. And other, other sorts of, like, love-related magic. Um, like, if you and your partner want to really feel the magic, <laughs> wink, wink, um, <laughs> uh, a good mix of aromatic and uh, ritualistically important uh, herbs and resins. That's a good idea. 
and it can be very very fun um and you know it doesn't have to be like a a fireplace it can be a bonfire you can burn it with a candle and a fire safe bowl um we actually have a little bronze bowl that we keep in a plate of salt for burning yes it's so nice it gets so hot yeah that's why it's because <laughs> what it is is it's a little like bronze bowl or i like to think of it as a brazier but you know no i, I like that but um i don't with know if there's salt a size in requirement it. for yeah i don't know uh with salt in it and it gets so hot that i was afraid that it would break the porcelain plate so we also put salt on the plate and yeah put it on there we probably should use sand it's a good idea salt's what we had on hand though yeah uh and uh that you can also use charcoal discs that's usually what we burn in our uh, little bronze bowl um and this is another one of those things where we don't want to go into you know this means this that, that means that um like uh if if I ever do that thing that I plan on doing where I talk about things that I've studied for my grim, um, <laughs> you might get more specific then. Yeah, but. I'll get more specific then. Uh, but once again, this is just, it's culturally and locally and personally biased opinion on what things, uh, can represent. And you know, any, anything can be substituted. Um, oh, if you are making like a burnable, this, <laughs> I'm sort of jumping subject to subject. Uh, if you are making a convertible sachet, don't put um, stones or anything like that in it. Um, just because, I mean, you're probably going to want that back. <laughs> <laughs> um, wood and paper symbols and uh, I don't want to say effigies because I feel like I'm encouraging something. But, you know, those sorts of things. Um, those are great for burnable sachets. Um and we talked about sachets before, about how they're they're so similar to bottle spells and how I really like them and I used to make them a lot. Uh, the the burnable kind can be just as meaningful. They can be just as long lasting as well. It, it's really up for, up to you to set the limits of the spell. Um, do you have anything to add? Because I'm I'm really running out. This is a very short segment. <laughs> Um, as far as sachets go, make sure that you're using a material that's oh yeah okay to burn. Nothing that's going to poison you or your animals. Um, Something made of a natural material. One thing I saw that I found was really cool when I looked into sachet burning. Like somebody was talking about using a big leaf. Oh, that is a good that's idea. That's not quite still green. Yeah. It's a little bit dried out, but bendable. To put it in, that way it completely burns. You know what? Corn husk would be great for that. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, heck, if you really want to get folly with it. <laughs> Make a pumpkin spice corn pumpkin husk. Pumpkin spice corn husk sachet. <laughs> Modern witchcraft for the witch on the go. For your basic witch um. on the go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. <coughs> um uh burnable sachets are also a easily um disguised form of witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Uh you can be like, "Oh, it's potpourri and toss it in the fire." <laughs> Another thing you can include in it, which is awesome, are different chemical salts. Yeah, for different colors in the fire. Mm -hmm. Um and you know, color can have a lot to do with your magic. Mm -hmm. Um like, I, I feel like I talk about binding spells a lot, but binding spells are pretty neat. Um, a lot of them have, sp are specific to collar mm -hmm. for what they mean. Like, if you're using thread or, or uh, string or something. So, collar can have a lot to do with the magic. Um, but that's, that's, once again, another thing that's different all over the place. Yeah. What colors mean and how they, they're represented. But most, what, what's most important is your intention. With the spell. Yes. Intention is everything. It's honestly, if you can visualize it, you can set your intention. Mm -hmm. And then once you've done your spell and set your intention, you just have to act out the rest of it and follow through. Yeah. Um, and uh, I feel like we have said this once or twice before, um, 
personally, we do suggest not doing anything that's going to harm others. Um, and we don't endorse the idea of causing harm. Uh, so just, just for our own peace of mind, we suggest this is all used uh, in protection ways or protection ways that sounded very smooth avoidance avoidance yeah which is why i'm so fond of binding spells actually mm -hmm. um you can get pretty nasty with some of those too though yeah <laughs> uh do you have anything else about burnable sachets and of course, if you're looking for any suggestions on any of these things, you can contact us. We said that in the last segment too, didn't we? At the moment, no, because burnable sachets aren't really something that I've done much of. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. I just like burning things, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's all. <laughs> going to leave you with a big... Just a big old dollop of silence there at the end. I apologize. I yawned and I expected Lear to, to I cover had the nothing. silence. <laughs> nothing. Um, you know, go set some stuff on fire. Tell yeah. us how it went. <laughs> Tell us how it went. Whoo. <laughs> if you think about it, arson's just burning one big sachet. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> I couldn't. <Jesus. laughs> Kids, don't listen to your Aunt Lyra. <laughs> don't. It's not safe. Listen to Smokey the Bear. <laughs> That's forest fires. I, you can make that face all you want, but we don't live near a forest. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, I say that. That's literally not true. We have a forest in sight. <laughs> I'm so done. All right, let's... Section let's, closed. Let's, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. This is Glenno. Welcome to our section about wand making. <sighs> this is a thing we've had, I think, two, maybe three requests about. Uh, we had mentioned, you know, talking about wand construction and wand making or choosing a wand. Yeah. It's not something that I've really done for myself yet, so I did have to do a little bit of research yeah, and we've, we're all interested in it. We Just none of us, none of the four of us have done anything with a wand. Um, someone we know personally has a... Selenite. Thank you. <laughs> a wand that was very buzzy and nice. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're going to mostly be focusing on wood wands, though, because at least that's where my most of my interest uh, lies. Right. Now... You can do just a completely stone wand, like that one. Uh, you can do a completely wood wand. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people, from what I've seen, like to mix mediums uh, and have a wooden wand with a tip that is a crystal, which I think is really good for focusing the energy you're wanting to direct. I agree. Because especially, not, not technically like the pendulum, but the sculpted pointed stones really do direct things like almost like a laser beam. Absolutely. Um, my, uh, this is actually a pendulum that I'm going to be talking about, but my, my rose quartz pendulum that chipped, um, it really felt like I could feel the edges of it without like it in a non-physical way. <laughs> um, and when it, when it fell and chipped, I knew before I even looked at it that it chipped. So um, a few things I wanted to go over, and I'm not going to go over a full list of what I research. Um, I'm going to go over three or four. A couple different wands will help with your intentions. Uh, Rowan's a very protective wood, especially if you're having problems with spirits and things like that. Mm -hmm. It's a great wand to construct, or a great wood, not <laughs> a wand. A great wood to construct your wand from. Uh, Willow is great for moon magic, which if I do a wand, I probably will do a willow wand. Yeah. Um, I think willow also has um, some significance in the psychic realm, doesn't it? Yes, it's also great for divination yeah, and psychic <laughs> psychic powers. Um, if love spells are your thing, rosewood and almond mm -hmm. are your, your, your woods you want to use. And once again, our firm stance as a podcast on that is... 
not to do anything that it would influence someone else. Only do things that makes yourself more noticeable or confident, things like that. Beechwood uh, is for creative power. So if you're a creative type um, and you like to create a lot of your own spells, a lot of your own sigils, things like that, a beach wand is probably a, a route you want to take. Uh, protection, oak, rowan, um, elder. However, elder is one of those things you probably want to use felled wood, only you don't want to take yeah. from a live tree. Um, lilac wood is another one that's really good for balance and harmony. And I've also read that it's good for work with spirits, oh, especially banishing I spirits. I also didn't know that there was lilac wood. Mm -hmm. So is lilac like a bush? I honestly don't know. It's dawning on me that I've never seen a lilac plant. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that. Let's see. Some crystals that are good, which for me, the wand I'm probably going to end up building is a willow wood base with a hematite Oh, I really thought tip. you were going to say moonstone. moonstone. Fuck. I might do moonstone. I don't know. Um... But hematite is kind of a grounding and protection <laughs> type stone. And it can also help focus some psychic intention. Yeah. Um, moonstone is a very psychic inducing Yeah, it's like an amplifier. Stone. Um, I have to be careful with it. I actually, um, my engagement ring is moonstone. And I never used to get uh, a lot of that. Uh, like the the dreams and mm -hmm. stuff like that and when I started wearing my ring I really did like I had maybe one or two when I was a child and never after that until I got this ring um, so I fully believe that moonstone amplifies psychic ability again rose quartz for love yeah. spells and things like that um, if you're looking to balance something jasper or jade is really good for that for protection, carnelian and Carnelian is also really good for power. Mm -hmm. It can sort of amplify whatever you're doing. Um, on a personal level, I've always kind of wanted... There's multiple reasons for this, and one of them is real fucking nerdy. Uh, <laughs> I want to make a, uh, a U wand with um, carnelian and a little bit of quartz. Ooh, that'd be pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would actually kind of like to have, because I saw this thing where you can have um, the core of your wand uh, dug out and they make a little tiny, like, stick. Chamber? <laughs> of, no. Well, I mean, yeah, it does make a chamber, but it, it's to insert, like, a a rod of um, the crystal of your choice into. Oh, okay. To sort of give it a core and, like, there'd be a little bobble at the end for, like, the handle part. Not like a big one, you know. Um, yeah, I've actually seen that because I was thinking with mine, I'd probably go with a t tip of hematite and the end be moonstone. Yeah, see, I want to do uh, a tip in quartz and the end be carnelian. That'd be really nice. Mm -hmm. And I've actually really been looking at this uh, one entry on <laughs> Etsy. Somebody has bog you, which is beautiful. And it's... I've never heard of bog you. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's... um kind of fossilized almost or mm. not almost like pretty much yeah <laughs> uh and it it's just a, a yew tree that was buried in you know a bog <laughs> and fossilized that sounds fantastic and, and yew is actually a very bright wood um but the bog yew is very dark i'm a little bit weird about petrified woods because yeah. i had this dream that I picked up a piece of petrified wood and, like, had nightmares about it within my dream. <laughs> and so I took it back and put it back where I found it. That's fair. <laughs> I feel like in real life, I'm just kind of like, uh. <laughs> so I probably would never touch your wand. That's funny. I actually have a piece of petrified wood in the uh, drawer we keep all our witchy stuff in. Huh. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but another thing with your wand are embellishments. Some people oh, prefer yes. just a clean, yeah, clean smooth wand. Some um, people like rough hewn, so it looks like it's still part of like a tree or whatever. Um, but you can you can carve into <clears throat> your wand any kind of sigils or runes mm -hmm. or any you know powerful words that you feel are important. Uh, you can put in symbols like i would probably put moon symbols on mine yeah um, um you can like like she said you can carve you can burn uh you can paint um and I, it's not very effective for symbols or words but you can also stain it however you like mm -hmm. um like we said before color can have a lot to do with the magic you choose to do um you can also hang things off of it like if, yeah. if you like feathers or things like that, um, you can hang feathers off of it. You can hang other stones off of it. I plan on having a bell on mine. That would be adorable. <laughs> um, another thing is your binding materials. You can either make it to where it fits in mm -hmm. and is permanently sealed to your wand. Or you can use like copper or silver like wire to kind of like tie it or tether yeah. your gemstones on which I think is neat that way if you're doing different spell work you, you can, can change out things. <laughs> yeah that is a good idea um and plus I love the the look of the wire bindings uh and they're not once you realize that it's not that hard to do with a pair of pliers <laughs> uh it's really very person personalizable person person personalized per I fucked it for both of us there we go <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um I just can't talk today. And uh there's <laughs> there's obviously a very big uh franchise out there that has a lot about wands. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost impossible to do online research without running into it. Yes. Um and uh I'm a big fan of Harry Potter. Um I think we all are really uh <laughs> It's here, cute. here at Witch Witch Podcast, um, I'm a huge fan. It it's it's one of my favorite things. Um, obviously, we all realize it's not a super accurate. No, <laughs> no, but it's adorable and it's yes. fun. Um, and you know, for for a lot of us, um, in varying age groups, it was a big part of growing up. Uh, and I really feel like it kind of revitalized. A little bit of the interest in wands um because there is there is almost an air of you know wands are are for silly people there for a little while you know um, and I think that's mostly because of the way it's used in like show magic <laughs> uh, <laughs> have a, a bouquet of flowers burst out of the end of your wand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, I think it, it did bring a lot of people that are that were already in, like, uh, witchy groups and uh, things like that to a point where they were like, oh, maybe I should take a second look at wands. Uh, but, I mean, the, the meanings of the wood and stuff from Harry Potter aren't inaccurate. They're just very English. Yeah. And like we said, the, things are different with different cultures. Um, Every region, something will be different. And honestly, if... Um, if you have a cultural practice, something important to your culture would be great for a wand. Um, like if you are a Christian witch, which there are plenty of, uh, something like an ash wand or a dogwood wand. Yeah, that'd be powerful for you. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just an example that I know important woods for. So that... <laughs> That's all I got there. Uh, I know you... Uh, I'm very interested in you for a couple reasons, but it has um, a very rich magical history in uh, Celtic. And, I don't know, other <laughs> places in that area. <laughs> uh, magic. I'm bad at this tonight. Or always. Oh. I think we're always bad It's always. At it. I don't oh know why God. people find us charming. I don't know either. The the longer we go, the less I understand how people listen to us and think, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to that again next week. 
Um, I do feel like we need to make some strides to be a little bit more informational instead of <laughs> instead of just rambling like we have been. We do. I'm not gonna lie. We've been um, a little directionless here for a little yeah. while. It's been a it's been a little a little rough patch for us. Yeah. <laughs> really, honest to God, it kind of started just a few weeks after <laughs> after we started the podcast, um, and we just need to get back on our feet. That's all it is. I think as a group we should get together and do something. I think so. Yeah, like a a ritual or something. That'd be fun. I think that'd be so good. Um, we will, we can do a new moon ritual. That would be good. Mm-hmm. A new beginning. Let's let's all go bathe naked in the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking cold outside. Uh, I can tell you right now that uh, Nettle and I are fuck no, and you and Sage are fuck yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's exactly where the, the lines divide, I feel. Uh, Nettle and I are both like, it is cold outside. What is the matter with you? And Nettle's so small. I know. She's very she's very skinny and would probably die. If you kill Nettle, <laughs> if you make her get hypothermia because you want her to go jump in a lake when it's like 28 degrees outside... I'm very upset because that's exactly what I want to do. I'm just upset that you knew. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly where you want us to go, too. I'm sorry for all that plastic crinkling. I had to take a drink of water. My my throat's drying out. Maybe late spring. Okay. I think that's a good idea. We should probably get that our shit together earliest. before late spring. <laughs> that is the earliest I'm willing to go jump in a lake naked. All right. We got to do it sometime, though. We didn't do it the last time we had an opportunity. But that's because of all that lake seaweed. I don't know what it's called. <sighs> duckweed. Duckweed. It wasn't duckweed. Was it not duckweed? No, it, it was like under duckweed the water. Duckweed floats. Oh, I don't know. Um, but it was weird and it was dark and I couldn't see if there were any fish. <laughs> if I can see the fish, it doesn't bother me, but I have to be able to see the fit. This is that whole being afraid of the unknown thing. I know. <laughs> I know. You know. Oh, wait, you're not talking about that one lake. You're talking about the one where we went camping. Yes. Okay. Yes, because we didn't go back to that other lake. No. That year or this year. Oh, my God. We yeah. didn't go to that lake at all this year. Uh, we didn't go swimming at all this year. That's true. I'm very upset with us. Oh, man heartbreaking <laughs> let's at least go hiking before it starts snowing yes um <laughs> which i think wednesday yeah i know well soon anyhow <laughs> so this was a fun foray into our <laughs> private lives um <laughs> yeah it's one of those times where i'm like looking for all of my winter clothes because i put them up and i mm-hmm. don't know where i put them up I know where all of ours are, but I don't want to do the work that's required to get to them because they're <laughs> under a bunch of things in a closet right now. Uh, anyhow, let's stop talking about our preparations for the winter. This is a podcast. Hey, you know what? Preparation and ritual. <laughs> ritual cleansing is all a part of what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Excuse me. But I think this brings it into this section. It really should. We have um, not been talking about wands for a while. <laughs> wands, you know, you can either construct your own or you can purchase one. Yeah. Anything you feel drawn to. If you do decide to go and get live materials, if you're cutting it from a living tree. Mm-hmm. Collect responsibly, respectfully. I feel, and this is kind of silly. <laughs> It it can sound silly when you say it out loud, but it's something. I feel like you need to ask the plant or the tree if you're allowed to take it because you'll get a feeling one way or the other. Um, I believe felled woods or woods that have fallen already are probably a better source. Yeah. But if you feel like you need, like if you see the perfect branch, just ask. Yeah. Um, and if you're not sure how to start and you do want to buy a, a pre-made one or a custom one, um, there are plenty of artisans out there who put their heart and soul into creating wands. Um, I uh, I personally would like to buy one before I try to make my own. And mm-hmm. this is something, this is, this is a tool, you know what I mean? Um, it's not something you only have one of, you can have multiple ones right. or you can only have one, you know, it's up to you. It's your practice. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, 
but I, I think it's a, if you're looking for a way to better focus your magic or you're, you're looking for something to help you get into the spirit of things uh, on days that you're having trouble connecting with the, the witchy side of you or the magical side of you, I think wands are a good way to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so let's actually close this now. <laughs> and uh, see you guys in the next segment, I guess. <laughs> Shut up. All right, and now we have a spooky story for you. Although I feel like it's less spooky and more just something all of us in our house got excited about. <laughs> um, to, to begin, our mother um, has never really believed in ghosts until very, very recently. <laughs> like last week. Um, well, I, honestly, a little bit before that, when dad died, um, mm. she spoke to that woman who she thinks was an angel. Um, and it's a very common occurrence for people to report um, speaking to spirits, helpful spirits in hospitals. Um, and she stood in a corner of the hospital room, or no, I think out in the hall. Yeah, out in the hall. Um, praying with a woman uh, right after dad passed. And uh, later when she was talking to a nurse, she said that she wanted to thank that woman. Because uh, the nurse walked by and like waved at her or something when she was talking to her. Or when they were praying, and uh, she asked her if she knew what room she was in, because she had the woman who prayed with her told her that she was a couple rooms down, and uh, she said there was no one standing with you, <laughs> but uh, somebody a few rooms down did uh, did die uh, a couple days ago. So because I think she described her and it was similar. I don't know. I'm, I'm mm, something like that. It's been like three or four years before since I've I've heard this story, so I, I I'm fuzzy on the details. But this this is not about that time. <laughs> but I do think that's when she started believing in, mm. in some stuff. Um, that in my experience with a psychic friend that oh, talked yeah. about dad. Um, but uh, how long ago was it she saw this? She saw what? The, the ghost. The God ghost damn. in the house? Yes. Oh, about a week ago. Was, was it a week ago? Yeah, it was... A little bit more than a week ago. Um, it was November 1st. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, that's right, because we were talking about how that's um, All Souls Day, mm -hmm. right? Unless I have that wrong, but I think it is. Um, but our, our mother was walking the dogs in the backyard. Uh, she usually walks them in the morning. And uh, for a couple of weeks now, the air conditioner in the kitchen has been turning on by itself. And we all just sort of assumed independently that uh, it was... Because it's a programmable... Uh, air conditioner that it was programmed to turn on um, but it, it hadn't been doing that at first it just yeah. sort of started it like a little while we ago deprogrammed it like a month or two ago yeah when it started getting chilly um, and uh, we've been talking about it off and on and we keep meaning we kept meaning to look at it and make sure uh, but she was walking the dogs um, I was sound asleep um, Galena had already left for work um, our grandmother, who also lives in the household, is wheelchair-bound and cannot reach the back of the kitchen. And my husband was in the shower. Um, the window to the bathroom, the window that looks directly into the shower, creepily enough, uh, looks out over the backyard. And our mother could see my husband in the shower. <laughs> um, not in a creepy way. You can only see, like, shoulder up. That sounds awful. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Uh, but she saw a muscled arm reach over, because that's how she described it to me, muscly, um, reach over and turn the air conditioner on. So when she came back in, she woke me up. Because she thought it was Lair's husband at first. Yeah. But uh, but she saw him. Yeah. And then a few minutes after she came in, she watched him come downstairs. Um, he's also not the sort to lie. <laughs> uh, and I, I had been asleep the whole time. As I said, our grandmother cannot reach the back of the kitchen. And even if she could, you would never describe her arms as muscled. No. She is one of the smallest people I know. Um, and I really, I really think it really struck our mom how, how real that vision was. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we also have a family group chat that we text each other on. And it was called Household Affairs, um, which isn't a particularly clever name. But we recently changed it to Ghost Watch. Because <laughs> I'm going to say about 60% of our, our messages since that happened have been about a ghost. <laughs> There's like, hey, what are we having for dinner? Ghost! 
<laughs> and that's just been the past couple of days. Um, but like I said, none of us have been like weird or creeped out about it. We've all been really excited. I think um, it's just mostly because mom finally saw something. I know. She's been telling us for years that we're crazy. Um, I'm just so happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> her tune changed immediately. I know. It was so fast. Um, oh, I also, we we talked about ghosts because of that. And I, I talked about the white lady on here already, haven't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she corrected me. The, uh, the family that I thought um, the wife had passed away here did not it was the the man who'd built the house his wife oh okay so small correction for nobody except the two of us i guess because (laughs) we're the only two that care about it (laughs) but we had the family wrong um but i think that's that's our spooky story it's not very spooky but be excited about ghosts with us I'm just excited that mom finally saw it and she stops making fun of me. I know. She thinks it was uh, her dad, by the way. Oh, does she? Yeah, because he was the one who put the first air conditioner in the house. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I think so. Uh, And it is a new air conditioner. So, you know, um, things, similar actions can attract ghosts. And uh, I think the first air conditioner did go in that, that back window in the kitchen. I think it did, yeah. So it would make sense if that sort of shook something up in the house. Well, that, there was a lot of things going on. They toured the house down next door. That's they, true. Um, just a lot of changes have been happening around here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And uh, just to support some of our ghost watch theories, uh, Galena's door has been <laughs> slamming of again. Of its own accord. There um, aren't, like, when my windows open, we usually are just like, oh, I think it was just the yeah, wind. Just it the made wind. suction and Cause the, slammed it. Her bedroom window, her front, the front window in her bedroom um, is directly across from the window in the bathroom. So mm. it creates just a, a breezeway. Um, and if both windows are open, it does sometimes happen. Yeah, sometimes the wind can get strong enough to move a whole lot of stuff. Um, but it's been happening when the window's been shut, too. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. And the bathroom door's closed. <laughs> yup. Um, the other night we were downstairs. I actually think we were pulling some stuff for the podcast together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I stopped doing something. And I was like, did you hear that? That was your door. Because <laughs> I heard it slam. But I've been I've been tuning my ears to it. It's where I'm home so much more than everybody else. <laughs> you were at work the other day. And mom... Your husband and I were all sitting in here, and it was before he left to go pick you up, and we heard the go, bang, (laughs) and your husband looked me dead in the eye, and he goes, it's your door. (laughs) (laughs) So dramatic, I love it. And mom was like, what? He's like, her door's been slamming. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Lyra said that it slammed a couple times, and like, it's usually around the time when the the air conditioner kicks on. Mm Mm-hmm. And and your husband was just like, should I go check? <laughs> and mom's like, no, I'm sure it was a car door. And your husband was like, it came from upstairs. <laughs> oh, God, like, I love him so much. so serious. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I can't say I would have done any different. <laughs> he channeled you to a T. <laughs> I know, because I think... Um, Later that day, uh, mom talked to me about that. And she was like, when I went upstairs later, the door was open. And I was like, yeah, well, it usually opens right after it slams. And she was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But uh, I'm really excited that she's on our side now. (laughs) She actually had some bad dreams after she saw the arms. I think she was more freaked out than she let on. I think so, too. (laughs) Um. She's been having those dreams off and on, though, like, even before she yeah. saw anything, so. So, I don't know. Uh, like, it's probably wrong of me to laugh about it, <laughs> but. Well, she calms down immediately. She's made fun of me for years for having dreams like that. <laughs> so, I don't know why suddenly she's having dreams and seeing things, but, you know. Uh, sometime, maybe we'll tell the very funny story of the first time she had a real bad nightmare in recent memory. And Galena, or fuck, Galena, went, uh, went to help and made it worse. But we won't go into that now. I think we should tell that as a, as a story <laughs> later on. It's very fun. Uh, but I think we're gonna, 
wrap up the show for tonight. Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening and powering through all the bullshit we just spew in this fucking podcast. You guys are great. Lyra. Oh, no. I don't want you to think about the scratching noises in the ceiling. Listen, that's not even funny. I can't. I hate you. It might be a mouse. Oh, my God. But it might not be. I hate you so much. (laughs) I hate you so much. Stay spooky. Keep your tits up.